I'm Ryan. And I'm JP. And we, we are, are still socially isolated. Hello, listeners. Today, we have a fun conversation with the Pacific Northwest's very own The Little Donuts, an all-Filipino cover band featuring the music of Hall & Oates. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Can someone jump in and uh, tell us a little bit about the band? And um, maybe we can go around and, and introduce ourselves. Who wants to do that? You first. All right. I'm Brad. I am the drummer slash one of the many talented singers in the Little Donuts. Um, we are the Northwest premier all Filipino Hollow Notes cover band. Um, I know it sounds rehearsed, but I've said that a million times because that's how we book ourselves. <laughs> I like it. It's ear catching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else could we do, right? It's hard to argue with that one, too. <laughs> yeah, I always say we're the best in the Northwest. Um, I don't know about globally, but... Do you think there's out, another no. all-Filipino Hall Notes cover band out there that's giving you a run for your money? <laughs> um, I'm sure there is. In the Philippines. My name's Dean. Uh, I do vocals and keys uh, for the Little Donuts. Um yeah, it's it's been a it's just a blast being able to I don't know play music with all of these guys. So you know it's just a blast that we've been able to keep this joke going as long as we have been and are doing some of the things that we're we're doing because you know my buddies wanted to just have some fun on a weekend. Nice. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm Mark Dufable. I'm uh, I play guitar and uh, I sing some. So we all sing, but yeah, I sing some songs. And uh, I might be the youngest member. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, sure. you're early thirties, right? Yep. Yeah. Mid. So, I'm mid thirties. Yeah. So it was born, born after the heyday. <laughs> that Mark is the youngest and also the hunkiest. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> There always has to be a hot throw. The throw. listeners just have to believe that. So yeah. That's just, yeah, that's just how it has to be. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was born after the heyday of it, but uh, I have a deep love of Hall and Oates. It goes back since I was like, okay, I have older brother and sister, so you know, my love for for them comes back to them listening to '80s music. So yeah, yep. I actually, that's how I got into Hall and Oates as well was through my brother, so Joel. Um, yeah, he got me into Hall and Oates. Joel, why don't you jump in and uh, introduce yourself? I am Joel uh, Sason. I play bass and sing. Um, what else am I supposed to say? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I had my hands full a second ago. The dogs all wanted to join. Um, that'll that'll be good for now. We'll come back to you. Okay. My name is Lino Fernandez. Um, I play guitar and sing. The only donut that is missing today is my brother, Raylon. So there's two sets of brothers in this band. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, it's good to see you all. Um, I guess I'd love to start off and, and curious about the origin story of this band. Uh, any Anyone have a good uh, um, story about it, in including the name? All right. I'll take the origin. Um, so Lino, Joel... 
and Raylon, uh, we started out, we're all in a scooter club together. And we decided that we wanted to do a fundraiser for one of our rallies. And it was just going to be a joke, right? We were going to play punk rock covers. And then we realized no one's going to show up for that. So then we, between the four of us, we came up with a Hall & Oates cover band. And then that's when Joel grabbed Dean to be the... Uh, next member and we played our first show who wants was, uh was dean not in the scooter club at that time no i wasn't i didn't yeah. even have a scooter at the time so <laughs> okay I, I remember even getting the text from my brother and he's like hey you want to play keys and sing in this in uh in a band with us and i'm like yeah, absolutely. And what's funny for me too is like keys and just piano in general isn't my strongest instrument. Like I can play a little bit of everything to get me by, like of each instrument, but keyboard has been one that I've always just kind of strayed away from. Um, so I was absolutely down to to join in on the fun and i started practicing i had a little keyboard setup that i was able to bring and um i remember after the first practice like when um the five of us originally got together because mark was uh joint he joined in what like a maybe a half a year into it i think that's right yeah 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 and then so yeah like i remember after the first practice though like just everybody was just we were all just vibing everybody was just just crack, cracking jokes everybody was just just having a good time it was just just everything just happened just kind of naturally with it and from then on like Lino Brad especially and like Jay and Raylon they were like Dean when are you gonna get a scooter did you get a scooter yet Dean I would get oh, those it was, text. It was yeah, handed on Brad's part too. Yeah, yeah. It was like Dean, you need to get a scooter. Like every practice that we had leading up to the show, um, he was like, "Did you get a scooter yet? Did you get one? Where's your fun, scooter?" Yeah. Fun was... fact that I will be riding my scooter to the show tomorrow. Did yeah, not yeah. know you guys were in a scooter club. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Lino, Raylon, and I are uh, founding members of the. Can I can I swear? The oh, yes. yeah, Scooter Club, Tacoma, Washington. Lena's got Dean. the tattoo Sean. right there. Dean Sean. Oh. Yeah, we all have them. Oh, you got one too? <laughs> yeah, I got one. Okay, I got one <laughs> but Brad, I can censor you if you want. So, yeah, Scooter Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Vespas and, yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 That sort of thing. That's awesome. And was there any particular interest in in a Hall and Oates to begin with? Like it was a, you know, was a, loved this music from from childhood or, um, no, this was uh, we were just sitting around having drinks one night, brainstorming on what to do to uh, raise funds for a scooter rally we were doing in Tacoma, and yeah, I think Brad came up with the idea, most of the idea. And we just kind of ran with it. We weren't sure if it was going to do anything or like, but that first show, it was just bananas. We hit capacity within an hour. 
This was at Bob's Java Jive. Bob's in, Java Jive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So oh, there were people I think... who who got uh, uh, babysitters and stuff that were turned away at the door. It, it's just been a whirlwind. It's been insane. Some of the stuff we've seen and done just through this little uh, mm -hmm. endeavor. I think uh, another factor that kind of played into the success of the first show and the hype for it um, was, was it Lino or was it Raylon that had the friend that worked at the volcano? Oh, that was Raylon. Raylon. So they, yeah, one of them had a friend that worked at a local newspaper uh, in Tacoma and they got, uh, it was a front page little, just like, not like a major story, but it was like a little blip on the paper and it had like a picture of Hall and Oates and I think Lino and a little article about us. And like that, I think helped out quite a bit in yeah. just promoting that first show. And when was that first show? Um, It was the, we don't know like exact month, but it was like fall of 2015. Okay. I think it was actually June. I just looked at it. June? Yeah, fall? June. Oh, June. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know I know it was like the second half of the year. So yeah. No. So we're around a table and we're thinking about cover bands, decided on Hollow Notes. What was the next choice? How did you uh, come up with the little donuts? <laughs> Take that one, Lena. Uh yeah, I don't tell the story as good as my brother Raylon, but um, Raylon has a friend from college. We all, we're all friends with him now from the scooter scene as well. And he teaches once a year, he goes to Spain. He's a pastry chef by trade and he teaches classes over there. And one day he sent us a picture of this, this candy. And it's a, just like a snack treat over there. It's called Filipinos. And this candy looks like little tiny donuts. Basically they're like, a cookie-based chocolate-covered candy. But for some reason, the name of the candy is Filipinos. It's like a shortbread so, cookie. Yeah. So we just thought, hey, that's kind of funny and very like a... It's obscure. Weird, right? Yeah, obscure yeah. thing. Like no one's going to know why we were even called that. So we just picked that name. How fun. It's not a deep dive Hollow Notes reference. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we should all. say it is <laughs> right yeah. yeah did you Keep guys have to sort of dip into that hollow notes archive like i mean they have a lot of hit songs but you know full show you you know you might have had to go back and learn a few yeah absolutely and i you know, i think when mark joined too that like i don't know for from my perspective when mark joined it definitely just filled out the sound of the band and then um even like Raylon so he was first originally more of like a percussionist and more of like auxiliary singer auxiliary yeah. yeah he would do kind of wherever he needed and then um Mark took a little hiatus and then uh Raylon kind of filled in on the guitar so now we actually have three guitarists in the band too so um but like Mark's I'm, I've always been impressed with Mark's um, just depth on hollow notes because like he is like, it is like a, he goes, he goes deep with, with it. Yeah. No, it's, it's not weird, bro. It's, it's awesome. I, and I think it, it, it just adds, um, it added a different element to it too, for real though. Like just some of the parts 
that that you pulled into even just our renditions of the songs i like it, it just like you and lino too like you guys could just compliment each other just so well yeah i and i i'd say ryan that like the amount of hits they have fills up a majority of our set like they have mm-hmm. so many hits that it's like i think you know a lot of people come to our shows and they forget just how many songs that they have they're like oh yeah kiss on my list or you know mm-hmm. oh they they're the ones who wrote every time you go away you know like paul young mm-hmm. covered it and made it famous or whatever but so yeah I, th- I think like we don't even have to dig into the well like too much because you know we we mm-hmm. fell on our set there's 40 minutes already and it's all bangers you know so it's like uh we we just started talking about maybe going to some of the deeper stuff um on like their second album or whatever but i think for the most part yeah it's just they have so many awesome amazing memorable songs that we don't really have to dig too deep mm-hmm. yeah no i i tell a lot of my clients i work as a barber and i always kind of go down the rabbit hole of because when i bring up oh i'm doing band practice this week they was like oh you're in a band and then we go down that role that hole of oh i'm in a all all filipino hollow notes cover band and a lot of my clients are really young too so they're like who and i'm always like you know their songs like you've heard oh, yeah. their songs yes. even yes. if you don't know who they are you've heard one of their songs and then the one i always use is uh you make my dreams come true because that one's just all over commercials these days so and once i sing that little like what i want they are like oh yeah absolutely i know who you're talking about yeah i know them that's oh that's hollow notes oh cool that was me this week when uh in preparation i was like okay let me just prepare myself what are some hollow notes songs that uh that i may not know and i went down this catalog i'm like oh my gosh it is a lot of music that is some amazing music Yeah, I mean, they, you can do the old, you know, blue-eyed soul or the 80s hits. And, you know, us youngsters, Raylon and I are the old guys in the group. Um, Raylon just turned 50. I'm 47. But, you know, for me, it was having older siblings and MTV. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. The 80s, uh, very nostalgic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark, I'm, as cool as it is. Uh, yeah. Mark, I'm curious, what? how did you join the band? It sounds like you came in after that first concert or that first series. Yeah, the, I think the details are a bit hazy, eight years, eight years <laughs> right. on. But um, yeah, yeah. But Lino and I were in a band that I started like in 2012 or 2013. And that, that uh, I broke that up after a few years but um i feel like you know you talked about like a tribute night for hollow notes every once in a while as like something did i that... like even before it even yeah. happened oh, yeah, okay. yeah yeah yes i'm not remembering this but I believe <laughs> because you. the first time I, I, yeah i met you was at like a, a smith's versus cure cover night so i i know you like, oh, right you, yeah, yep. yeah yeah so anyways but yeah um I don't recall exactly how it happened, but yeah, after post, you know, our, our, our band, like a few years ago, uh, you know, 10 years ago, like breaking up, um, I just kept in touch with Lino and I think I saw you guys play and I was insanely jealous. Um, 
And uh, I think I just snuck my way in there, really, just slid into <laughs> Leonos DS <laughs> said, let me play with y'all. And uh, it's and weird. He yeah, was that... Filipino. So. Yep, it, yeah, yeah, it works out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew I could play music. So that worked out. But yeah, in college, I like loved Hollow Notes. I, we had like a band set up at my like townhouse and we would we like would play Hollow Notes songs like so it, it like goes back and it's just like I'm fulfilling my destiny here. So it worked, it worked out. That's awesome. How did you all get involved or I think that'll be how did you guys all become musicians? What's your history learning music, playing music? Uh, I started cello in fourth grade. Uh, but before that, I used to be that kid that would poke at my dad's speakers and mess with his amplifiers and his records like as a little kid. And so, yeah, I wanted to play bass originally, but they didn't have that at my elementary school. So I started on cello. Eighth grade jumped up to double bass um, sometime around high school. I I was already playing guitar. I jumped into actual electric bass around high school. And turns out girls didn't like guys in the orchestra. So I quit the orchestra <laughs> and started strictly guitar. Still wasn't getting any girls. So <laughs> um, started playing bass in a band with my brother, Dean, a long time ago. And then turns out he's a little more proficient on bass than I am. So, <laughs> or, uh, uh more proficient at guitar than I am. So I jumped on the bass. <laughs> That's uh, a little bit of a long story shortened. <laughs> and then yeah, I guess for me, since, uh, yeah. So my brother Joel, um, it was like around when I was like 12, but I, I grew up around it as well. So I always just seen my dad and, my brother playing guitar and bass and back and forth and acoustic and electric. Um, and I remember always, it was this, I don't know what brand it was, but it was this black guitar that my brother had that had a speaker on it. And I was just always just, just super interested in that guitar. I remember like the wham bar always messing around with that. And like, I remember turning it up, making it distorted, like, I just, yeah, it just was super fascinating. So when, um, I don't know, my brother just started letting me play his guitars and um, my dad started letting me, he saw the interest in the, that I had. So they started to just show me a few things here and there, like uh, basic chords, bar chords. And then I just kind of ran with it and I started learning a lot of different like tabs of different songs and then i remember my brother joel gave me a bad religion tape and then like i found punk rock and then pop punk and then i even remember my brother arnell um playing some like newfound glory and like 90s early 2000s pop punk and like i just was like this is what i want to do like and <laughs> i even started with clarinet and in uh fifth grade and then sixth and seventh grade played the alto sax and then i wanted to skateboard and play guitar so then i dropped band and started playing in punk bands pop punk bands 
with my friends. And then my brother Joel just really like fostered that too. He like brought me to a lot of pop punk shows and just different different kinds of music. Would um we would go record shopping, CD shopping, and we would just listen to different stuff and just show each other different music. And yeah, it just kind of stemmed from there. And yeah. I'm a total hack at drums. Um, I learned because a dear friend was playing drums, touring musician, and just picked up the guitar. And he was like, we should start a punk band. So he he's a lefty, so we switch his drums around. And it was him. And then my friend Bill was learning how to play bass at the time. And we played for probably about three months and then it didn't go anywhere. And then it's like, okay. Then I just kind of stuck with it and found other people to play with. Mark, how about Um, you? I can see you leaning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I just, uh, I didn't grow up with like a musical family. Though I did hear that my dad played in like a surf rock band back in the day, but I never, he never had a guitar work in the house when I was growing up. But uh, yeah, just one day in high school, um, my friend was in a band and he like invited me over just to come hang out while they were practicing and um, just uh, picked up a bass and just like instantly understood the concept of it. And uh, I played like a lot of rhythm video games growing up too. So I don't know if that helped, but um I like instant it just like clicked with me so instantly like learned all the chords after that and uh rest is history yeah I similarly like yeah there wasn't I didn't grow up with a musical family either I joined I joined the orchestra in fourth grade on violin hated it so the next year fifth grade I switched to trombone and I played trombone probably for a good five years into high school uh, once they asked us to do marching, I quit trombone because I didn't want to do marching in high school. Um, got my first guitar in sixth grade and then switched to got an electric guitar the following year in seventh grade because a bunch of my friends wanted to play the school talent show. So we started a band in the seventh grade called the Medicine Men, and we quickly learned like 40 Cure covers. So we like I was in a cover band in the, in the seventh grade. All they played was Cure songs, and yeah, ever since then, I've been I've been playing in bands ever since that time. It almost feels like music has been your history, and like it has been part of your your story, your 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 childhood. For sure, definitely. Yeah, I have never met anybody like Lino. Um, Joel, Lino, and I play in another band. But uh, a few months ago, I went and saw Lino playing a band that he was in just out of high school. They were doing a reunion. And it hit me. It's like, this guy knows, I don't know how many songs from all the bands he's been in. He can remember all the songs. Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy what Lino can do. He's my hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. It's- it's very impressive. So what is your what is your guys' hopes for the band? It seems like it kind of started off on a whim, but people loved it. So what what do you hope happens next? 
it's still a wild ride. We never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're just riding the wave, really. We were uh, interviewed by uh, King Five on Sunday night at practice. And me and Dean are standing outside. I just looked at him and I was like, how do we keep doing this? How do we keep getting in these situations with this band? Yeah, just I mean, bizarre. Yeah. yeah, it started out as a joke and here we are. Imagine playing in other bands and trying to get people to show up and hear your original music. And we start this as a joke and it's, I know it's my like biggest gig. Like everyone comes out to that one. It's hard to get people out to the other shows though. Yeah, it's like a constant, really. Like, and we've broken up. Like, I've left the band like twice or something. And just like, I can't quit. Yeah. I can't seem to quit everybody. <laughs> like, truly, it's like a family where I, I come back and yeah, like I came to yeah, Brad said he's he's in a band with Lino and, and Jay, and I like went to one of their shows last summer and I hadn't, you know, played with them for three years for obvious reasons, but um uh I was like just itching for it. And yeah, it yeah. felt great. It, it feels great to be back, and we're doing things like this, and it's very funny. It just like, yeah. That's I think awesome. we were just talking about this last night at our other band's practice. Like, so what do we want to do from here? Like, we have some promotion going on, and I think it just matters. As long as we're having fun, that's all that really matters. Like, mm -hmm. we don't really care about playing a casino or something. Like, I mean, sure, we could maybe get paid a decent amount, but. It's not something that we really care to do. We just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're in it for the music. Oh, and the camaraderie too. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Like the, it is nonstop laughing when we all start like joking with each other. It is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, to be honest though, like just with the amount of stuff that I do with, just content creation, barbering, and like the band, like even my clients are just like, when they find out that I'm in this band, they're like, what don't you do, dude? <laughs> like, when do you have time to do anything? And like, I always like even like semi stress about practice because I'll usually work. I work on the weekend. So I usually work before I go to practice. So I'm usually just like, tired from cutting hair all day and then driving down to seattle or tacoma but like the moment that we all just get together and like start playing the music together and like that's the reason why like and that's like just it brings me so much happiness in my life and like just the like you said the camaraderie and just the talent that we have all together like Cause like we will, we'll take breaks and we'll just kind of even run off on a tangent. We'll all just like start jamming stuff, and then we're like, wait, 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 we gotta get, <laughs> get we gotta get back to what we're doing for practice, you know. And it, I, it's just those moments that I look forward to with these guys. Yeah. My last question for you all would be, uh, what advice would you have for, uh, um up-and-coming bands any other interested uh cover bands or people that uh you know have their own scooter gang that are wanting to uh to get together and create some music i'd, there say, is... have, I'd say have fun and don't take it too seriously mm -hmm. there is a secret sauce in 
having people that you actually enjoy being around. Um, there, there, there's something to it. There's a chemistry to it. And even without the music, we just have a blast just being around each other. And that's the biggest thing about it is, yeah, literally just having fun with each other. I think so too. I mean, it's taken me almost 20 years to figure that out that <laughs> having a good relationship with your band members is way more important than someone's skill level. That's like, that's what's going to keep the band together in the long run. Yeah. And I'd, I'd have to say like advice for people, just go for it. Like just do it. If you have an idea, just, just do it. Like, and if you have people that, share that passion that idea with you like do it just like shia labeouf that dude just like just do it <laughs> nice well you can follow us on social media i'm on twitter at indie arts voice and i'm on twitter at jp avila well where can people learn more about the little donuts <laughs> we are very bad at social media so yeah yeah I mean, I can... you can look up any of our songs on Spotify, iTunes. <laughs> just look up Paula Notes. Yeah. And yeah, they do a better version of it, but that's where the heart of it is. Yeah. But yeah, currently we're on Facebook um, at The Little Donuts. I think that's about it. We should probably start an Instagram or something. I can I can get on that. Please do. You, guys want. Yeah. Yeah. you can find out more about this show on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or on our website at so iso podcast and if you like this podcast subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice and come back next month bye for now thank you so much take care everyone take care take care